0: What's up, guys? It's a beautiful Friday, September 3rd. It's Labor Day weekend. It just started. You know what that means. Fall's upon us. You know what else is upon us? College football season. Now, I know a couple of games have started already. We had Week 0, Illinois, Nebraska. Ohio State and Minnesota played last night, but it's Week 1 starting tomorrow. Fall is here. Bring out the bonfires. Bring out the sweatshirts. It's sweater weather. It's bring start the leaves falling down the trees because fall is here college football is here Best sports season in my opinion is the college football regular season. There's just it's just so much entertainment Everything's electric and then you have the pros too on Sundays your weekend is just filled with football 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 I mean everyone's waiting Once February 5th hits and or whenever the first Sunday in February is and we have no football Well football's back baby and it, it, it might not be your favorite season, but it's mine, and it's just, there's just something about it, I, I, I don't love the bowl games, and, I mean, I, I, I do love the bowl games and college football playoff, but they're nothing compared to March Madness, but just collegiate sports in general are, are way more exciting to watch, energy, because it, it's like, I, I make this, uh, comparison a lot, it's like, uh, English Premier Soccer teams, like, the whole like town and university backs one team. Like for example, city Chicago, you're either Cubs or Sox or you don't care. Like when you're at the university, like you 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 care somewhat about how your football team does because you're a part of that culture. You're a part of that university, and that's the same I feel like over in British Premier Leagues, fans will get arrested just for the love of their team. I mean that's crazy, but that just shows their enthusiasm. I think the only thing that rivals that in America. Is college football? Because I mean, you go down south below the Ohio River and SEC, ACC country. Fans are literally dying. They live, bleed, sweat, sleep college football. And let's get what I'm gonna do is this is episode 40 of the Zoomer Sports Radio. Uh, It's just me today, no Pat, no guests, and I'm gonna do what I, I did this for the NFL season last year. I'm just gonna go through the college football schedule and pick games, predict what I think these teams are gonna do. In the beginning of the season, I, I mean, obviously, I week zero, Illinois, Nebraska. I, obviously, I missed some games, but Friday before first Saturday of college football, that was a perfect time. So I'm gonna go through all the Power Five teams. I'm gonna rate, I'm gonna take their schedules and rank them, or not rank them, predict them, and we're gonna see who I have going out on top. And obviously, we're rocking the Travis Etienne jersey. Running back situation at Clemson a little shaky right now, so. That'll be interesting, and man, it's good to have college football back, and the matter of fact is fans haven't been in this, not not a lot of teams, at Big Ten, no fans in the stands last year, Pac-12, no fans. We're at full houses again, full electricity, full, full enthusiasm, I'm running out of words, just full energy, full, I'm running out of words to pronounce just how I'm at, like SEC was, well, like 75%, 50%, maybe some 100%, I don't know last season, but... Football's back. College game days back. Lee Corso's back on set. They're back at universities. I can't wait. That's that might be one of my favorite things just about college football season. Waking up Saturday morning, seeing Reese, Desmond, Kirk, and Lee all at the random university they're at every weekend. Just gets you ready for the day for some football in the ABC game late, and then college football or CBS, yeah, SEC on CBS with Brad Nessler and Gary Danielson just. This is the best regular season in all of sports. I cannot tell you that enough. This is by far the best. 12 games, just everyone's going on the line. These players play, I mean, NIL kind of affected this, but the players play for the love of the game. They play it because they want to do it. Pros, they do it for the money and the fame, but now, that might be a little change to the NIL bill. So, we might have to talk about that. Like, uh, Ohio State's quarterback, I believe, just signed a $1.5 million deal, but, Things will change a little with the NIL, Bill, but it's still going to be the grand old game, and I hate it, but Texas, Uncle are going to move to SEC, Kansas, Iowa State going to the Big Ten, so I think college football is just saying, F with rivalries, just screw them, just, I, I hate that, I love the rivalries, I think that's what makes college football college football, and if you have Texas and Uncle Oklahoma, first of all, Texas, you're going to win six games max in the SEC, you guys Are not good. Maybe Steve Sarkeesian can uh, help change his program, kind of shift the tides. But you're not going to get past the roll tides. Uh, That was a bad joke. But uh, I think this is going to turn into like a triple A for NFL. If this is the course college football uh, likes to take, and no fan wants that. Like I get, we want to see Oklahoma play Ole Miss, Alabama, Texas A and M, and all these other teams. But you lose the rivalries with Texas Tech. Baylor, Case State—you just ruin that. The Big Twelve is ruined. Obviously, half the American teams going to come in, but enough of that. Let's get into my predictions for all the Power Five school teams. We're gonna start off with the ACC. Here's what we're gonna. Here's gonna be the order of what I go. I'm gonna go ACC, Big Twelve, Big Ten, Pac-12. Finish with the SEC, and I will link them in the. If you're watching the YouTube version, if you're listening to the podcast, you might skip ahead. But I don't know the exact times yet, but YouTube, I'll have them in the bio if you want to skip to a certain uh, conference. But anyway, let's get to it. All right, change of plan. So the website and the iPad screen recording for the YouTube weren't cooperating that well. So I I just have uh, the standings of what my final predictions will be. And so first off, I don't think this comes to shock to anyone. Clemson, I have 12-0. They beat Georgia first week at the Bank of America Stadium. They beat uh, Florida State at home, which is the ring ceremony game. Maybe it's not homecoming, but the ring ceremony game, I think. Uh, they beat South Carolina on the road at Williams-Brice. Uh, yeah, they will beat Sandstorm and the stupid South Carolina Gamecocks. But Clemson, Heisman hopeful. DJ Unganalele. I know I probably botched that, but Unganalele And He's going to be a solid quarterback. I've said this, and I will stand by this. I think he will be a Heisman finalist sometime in his Clemson career. And then, obviously, in the running back, you got Lynn J. Dixon, and then Justin Ross for uh, I'm going to lay late, a pass to DJ. And then great defense. Brett Venables always will have a phenomenal defense. And that is led by Andrew Booth Jr. in the secondary, Brian Barisi up top, Z- Xavier Thomas back in that secondary. But Clemson, twelve and zero squad in the college football playoff, gonna happen again. Hate, hate for you. I hate to break it to you. For those who like, I don't want to see Bama, Clemson, uh, Ohio State. I'm with you on that. They're just too solid of a program. Dabo Sweeney's just built a phenomenal program. And then second in the Atlantic, I have Florida State. Going 8-4 and four with losses to Notre Dame, North Carolina, Clemson, and Florida. I mean, Mike Norville, first official season. Like, he was 3-6 last year in the COVID season. But I expect a lot of Mackenzie Milton, their QB. And Florida State, everyone wants them to be. They're a, they're a powerhouse. They have guys like Deion Sanders went there. Dalvin Cook, Jameis Winston, Charlie Ward. Uh, they're, they're a uh, historic program, and they should be on top. They deserve to be good, and I hope they're going to be good soon. 8-4 and four from them. Don't expect anything more. NC State have them going 7-5, 4-4 four four in conference with losses to Mississippi State, Clemson, Miami, Florida State, and North Carolina, led by uh, quarterback Devin Leary, who lit up South Florida last night. Uh, for those of you who watched, and they have a great, great phenomenal running back, Z- Jonathan Knight. If I pronounce that right, hopefully I did. Jonathan Knight. He had over a hundred plus yards, two touchdowns last night versus South Florida. Expect to expect to hear his name more. Seven and five, led by the former NIU coach, the former Husky Dave Doran, and also at seven and five, we have. The four we have the Jeff Hafley's Boston College, a sleeper team of most people saying. I have them losing to Mizzou, of course, my, one of my sleepers in the SEC. Clemson, NC State, Virginia Tech, and Florida State. Uh, I got nothing but Phil Jerkovich, gonna be a great QB in the ACC, so looking a lot to see out of him. And Wake Forest, we have going six and six, just they're an, eh, they're. An, they're an okay team. I mean, Dave Clawson has been able to make this team a, a bowl team, so shout out to him. But they're losing to Florida State, Syracuse, NC State, North Carolina, Boston College, and Clemson. And then Syracuse will go 5-7, and seven, only 1-7 conference, with losses to Florida State, Virginia Tech, Boston College, Louisville, NC State, and Pittsburgh. And then this team is terrible defense. Scott Satterfield's on the hot seat. Uh... He's 12-13 he's in his career at Louisville. Louisville expects better, and he's going to get fired after this year. They're going 4-8. They're losing to Ole Miss, UCF to a Dylan Gabriel. Phenomenal. Might be a top-three quarterback in the, in the entire college football. Dylan Gabriel, phenomenal talent. Came back from 21 to Boise State last night. Make sure you hear his name. Write his name down right now, Dylan Gabriel. Remember his name. This guy's going to be a stud. Dylan Gabriel. They're losing to Ole Miss, UCF, Florida State, Wake Forest. Boston College, NC State, Clemson, and Kentucky. You wouldn't expect that, but they're going to lose to Kentucky. Kentucky might be a good team this year. Why, why? Stick around for the SEC portion. And then to start the Coastal, North Carolina led by Mac Brown, and the guy who has the best name in college football, Storm Duck. I would low-key go get a Storm Duck jersey right now, right here, right now. I would order a Storm Duck jersey. I love this cornerback's name, Storm Dunk. And let's not talk about, forget, uh... Perhaps next year's first overall pick in the NFL draft, Sam Howell. Great QB and a great running game with Ty Chandler. I have them going 10-2 and two with, with losses against Miami and Notre Dame. But I really like this team. Mack Brown has really brought North Carolina football back to relevance, something Larry Fedora could not do. Moving on, we have Miami led by D'Eric King. And Manny Diaz is the coach. I mean, a couple years ago, we were confused why oh, Mark Rick... Just abandon the program, but Manny Diaz has, had, has been okay. I expect a good season. They're not going to do anything. It's Alabama tomorrow. No. Nothing, but they'll lose Alabama, Florida State, because they're at Dope Campbell for that game. You might be saying, "Well, this team's way more talented." Florida State. They're at Dote Campbell. Tough place to play, and then they'll lose to Virginia Tech. So nine and three for Miami. Next up, we have Virginia Tech, eight and four. Justin Fuente on the hot seat. Uh, he came over from Memphis in. Well, what year is it? 2016, he came over from Memphis. But they're losing to North Carolina tonight. I mean, this podcast might be out Saturday morning or Friday night. Depends. I have a flight to Boston I have to catch right after I'm filming this. So that will all depend. But they are losing to Virginia Tech. Or, I mean, they're losing to North Carolina, West Virginia, Notre Dame, Georgia Tech. And that's it. Those are the four losses they got. And Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, great wide receiving core. Kenny Pickett. Great QB, Kenny Pickett. I wouldn't call him a top. I I probably may have put him in the top 25 of college QBs. But Pat Narduzzi's really built up a program there. He's been there since 2015. 42 and 34, not terrible. But I have them losing to Tennessee. Shout out Shout out to my Vols fans like Sammy Lauderdale out there. I know he's a big listener of the podcast. Uh, Virginia Tech, Clemson, Miami, North Carolina are their losses And here is Duke, led by David Cutcliffe. Cutcliffe, David Cutcliffe. He's been there since Flick forever. He's been there since 2008, just as long as Davo Sweeney's been at Clemson. And he is 74 and 88, but he's turned that program around. Duke's had some. Duke literally played Clemson in the ACC championship a couple years ago. Like, but they're not going to do. They're not going to be anywhere near that this year. Duke will lose to Northwestern, North Carolina. Wake Forest, Virginia Tech, Louisville, Miami. I mean, Duke's really nothing special. Same with Georgia Tech and the terrible city of Atlanta. They will lose to Clemson, North Carolina, Pittsburgh, Duke, Virginia, Miami, uh, Boston College, Notre Dame, and Georgia. I do have them, however, taking an upset win against Virginia Tech. Forgot to mention that. Forgot to mention that, Virginia Tech. Do have them pulling up upset. And then Virginia... You'll beat William and Mary, but and you'll beat Georgia Tech. But after that, you're not beating the Illini, led by Brett Bielema. My Illini. I know I'm wearing a Clemson shirt, but Illini is my team. Uh, but they're going one in f- or one and in seven in conference, two and ten. That will wrap up the ACC. Uh, nothing. No, no huge storylines here besides the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12 alliance to try to like, uh, try to like their, like defense mechanism or their. Counter counterpart to the texas Oklahoma joining the SEC, but as we talking about that, Big 12 is next. Alright, Big 12. Uh, pretty basic conference. We're going to speed roll this so I could get ready to go to the airport, but Big 12, uh, first of all, we have two teams tied for number one, which is Oklahoma and Iowa State, led by Brock Purdy, Brees Hall for Iowa State, Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, Kenny Brooks, two very good offenses, very good coaches, Matt Campbell, Lincoln Riley, those two will bat it up, battle it out in a Big 12 championship, possibly for a comfortable play Playoff spot, if not a Fiesta Bowl or whatever's going on. But Oklahoma, I have their loss being getting upset at Texas, or get, yeah, upset. Wait, it's sorry, it's on Kansas. This app is not going well. Uh, I yes, at Texas, week six is what I the loss I have for them, and Iowa State's loss I have at Oklahoma in week. Week twelve, I believe. So, two very great offenses, very great coaches, and then number three in the third team I have in the Big Twelve is the TCU Horn Frogs. Shout out Caden Rutherford, another uh, a, a TCU grad who listens to the program. Thank you for uh listening to Zoomer Sports. Shout out to you, and uh, I have you guys losing to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Texas has been unable to beat you guys, and they're not going to start this year. Max Dugan, I'm really high on your guys' quarterback, Gary Patterson great coach. He's, he's built up. He's been there since, what, 2000? Gary Patterson, yeah, 2000. 178 and 74. Great winning percentage. He's done great there, and he's going to continue to great things. Down season last year, but COVID and everything, you have excuses. Every college has excuses because of last year. You, didn't, you Couldn't get practice, couldn't do a bunch of stuff. Texas, they're losing to, they're beating Louisiana, the Ragin' Cajuns, uh, tomorrow, two-ranked teams, but they will lose to Arkansas. They will lose to TCU, Iowa State, and they will lose to Kansas State, uh, if you believe that or not. Kansas State will win that game to get to a bowl game, but we will get to that in a second. West Virginia, is our head coach still uh, Dana? It's Neil Brown now. It's no longer uh, Dana Holginson. But West Virginia, 7-5, medium program with, I mean, they're going to lose. They're going to beat Maryland. They'll beat Virginia Tech, uh, in my opinion, but they'll lose to Oklahoma, upset by Baylor, lose to TCU, lose to Iowa State, lose to Texas. I think that's pretty pretty fair statement given the West Virginia football program. I mean, obviously, kind of think West Virginia more basketball with uh, Bobby Huggins and what he's been able to build there. I mean, some people might, I mean, I don't have the greatest like, like of Bobby Huggins, but hey, respect what he can grow. Um, Oklahoma State will lose to Boise State. I mean, Mike Gundy, Chuba, Chuba Hubbard is not walking through your door anytime soon like i mean he's he's gone that was your one saving grace the last couple seasons but you're losing to Boise State, Iowa State, Texas, West Virginia and Oklahoma so 7 and 5 for you you guys are going bowling still still going bowling Kansas State uh no more Bill Snyder i mean who, your guys' coach is Chris Kleeman he's 12 and 11 not terrible but you guys are losing to Stanford week 1 Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Iowa State, West Virginia and TCU. Those are your six losses. Texas Tech. I'm gonna speed run. Matt Wells is getting fired. He's Cliff, firing Cliff Kingsbury was the worst decision in my opinion. Texas Tech's done. I mean, he built Patrick Mahomes. He had your program going bowling consistently, but you guys are losing to Texas, West Virginia, TCU, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State. Five and seven season. Same thing with Baylor. Baylor's five and seven. I'm not going to read their losses. Same thing. I'm not going to read Kansas's losses. Kansas will win week one against South Dakota. I know I made the TikTok and the Instagram post is going viral about how I've never seen a team so hyped going 0-12. It's at like 15, 14,000, 15,000 likes right now. Instagram, go check that out. Zubersports Sports and Instagram linked in the description of the YouTube. So go check that out. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We're, we're everywhere. Follow us everywhere. Subscribe to the podcast while you're at it on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. But Kansas, they're winning week one against South Dakota. Very uh, tough week two game versus Coastal Carolina. Not winning And they're not going to win any Big 12 games, in my opinion. So, 1-11. Kansas fans just hibernate, sleep, uh, hit snooze on the alarm until Bill Self and the basketball program is back come October, November. That is the Big 12. On to the Big 10. Big 10, here we go. One of the best football conferences. Second best, probably. I mean, you could argue Big 12, ACC, ACC. Big Ten, this is biased here. I got Illinois, led by Brett Bielema, and we are going to bowl game. Spoilers. Come on. I, I don't get people who are like, I'm surprised Illinois is so good. Why are we surprised? Brett Bielema's won three big—did he win three Big Ten championships with Wisconsin? Or at least got to them. He went to the Rose Bowl three times with Monty Ball and all those guys. So, who's shocked that he's so good? I Illinois is good, or at least made Scott Frost look terrible. Scott Frost is gone at the end of the year. But anyway, Wisconsin, led by Graham Mertz, um, great quarterback. Uh, he really surprised a bunch of people. Uh, Paul Christ, I believe, is still their coach. Uh, yeah, Paul Christ, been there since 2015, 56-19. Uh, they will go 10-2 and two with losses of Notre Dame and Minnesota. In second place in the West is Northwestern, led by Pat Fitzgerald, probably the most underrated coach in all of college football, just the program he's built in Northwestern, uh, it's like the Vanderbilt of it's the Vanderbilt of the Big Ten, and they're actually good. Vanderbilt, on the other hand, is going to go like one and eleven. Like do they they do they, do they still have, like Sarah Cameron that kicker? Uh, oh, Sarah Cameron, that's the Outer Bank. No, uh, Sarah Fuller. Like like that's just like the states of their two programs. Nine and three with losses to Wisconsin, Iowa. And Michigan for Northwestern. Uh, Minnesota, who lost to Ohio State last night. Got a great, great QB in running back with uh, Tanner Morgan. And uh, his name is Mohammed Ibrahim. Hopefully I pronounced that right. And at Northwestern, Ryan Holinski, great QB. Brian Joseph, going to be a first-round pick in the secondary this year. But Minnesota, 9-3 and three losses to Northwestern. Ohio State, which already happened, and Indiana. Iowa down here. I mean Spencer Petrus, Tyler Goodson. Quarterback situation a little iffy. Uh Tyler Goodson, great running back, but seven and five in this this very, very good Big Ten. With I have them I have them start 0-2 with lost to Iowa State and Indiana. I mean, they'll lose to Penn State, lose to Minnesota, lose to Wisconsin. Those are my five losses. And then my team, my boys down in Champaign, Illinois, led by Brandon Peters. Technically, but I think they're gonna switch it to uh, Arthur Sitkowski now after his performance versus Nebraska but great great backfield with Mike Epstein Reggie love Luke Ford tight end finally showing why he came from Georgia to Illinois I'm 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 hopeful I mean I think only will start five and they will start six and zero, and then go like one and f- one and four. Or one and five the rest of the way, kind of like how they did that one year with Ron Zook and Nathan Shilhas. But they'll beat, they won the game to beat Nebraska. They'll beat UTSA. They'll beat Virginia. They're gonna beat Maryland. They'll beat Purdue. They'll beat Charlotte. Lose to Wisconsin. Lose to Penn State. Beat Rutgers. Seven wins right there. Lose to Minnesota. Lose to Iowa. Lose to Northwestern. Very tough schedule, but they will go seven and five. Very backloaded schedule for talent wise, but no, don't be shocked. Nebraska. They're going, I'm not. I'm gonna read the losses of non the non bowl teams. Nebraska five and seven. Adrian Martinez is very overrated quarterback. I mean, he he has all he is. He's a very talented kid. It's just he hasn't shown. I don't know if that's a team and the system he's in. He's got Oliver Martin, great weapon. I I just I need him to prove me wrong. They'll go five and seven. Purdue will go three and nine. Both Jeff Brom and Scott Frost will be canned at the end of the season. Head over Ohio State twelve and 12 and zero, easy. Uh, CJ Stout or Stroud, he struggled a little but picked it up in the second half. Master Teague and My- Mayan Williams in the backfield. It, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, wide receivers. Zach Harrison on defense. Just team team's just another college football playoff-bound team. Hate to say it, twelve and zero, no losses. They beat Oregon, Penn State, nine and three. Sean Clifford and I think he's going to be. He's not Trace McSorley-Level or Christian Ackenberg, but he's a decent quarterback. Uh, I have them losing to Wisconsin, Auburn, and Ohio State. So they will be 9-3 and and be tied with Michigan, who will go 9-3 with not a great roster. I mean, Cade McNorama. I mean, let's just throw in J.J. McCarthy at this point, Harbaugh. But great defensive player in Aidan Hutchinson. So I have Michigan losing to Ohio State, of course. Harbaugh's not going to beat him. No, all right, I, I'll tell you this. Michigan could go 4-8 this year, but if they beat Ohio State, Harbaugh staying. I, that, I, that's, that's, that's the take I'll make. I thought he should have gone last year, but he's not. But they're losing Ohio State, Penn State, and Wisconsin. Then we got Indiana, 8-4. and A bunch of people trying to tell me, oh, Indiana, they're going to win the Big Ten East. I don't know what planet you are, what drug you're doing, but you're God wrong if you're thinking they're gonna get past Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State, especially Ohio State. But I mean, they got uh Michael Michael Peenix Jr., who's a uh, great he's a lefty Southpaw QB. Uh, they're gonna lose to Cincinnati. I mean, don't sleep on Cincinnati Cincinnati now. They almost won in the uh, Peach Bowl. If they kicker m- makes it, but Desmond Ryder, great QB out of Cincinnati. They're gonna lose to Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State. Those are their four losses. Next up, we have Maryland. They'll beat Rutgers. Michigan State, 3-9. And and Rutgers, 2-10. We don't need to go over those days. Teams are in the bunkers. Mel Tucker's really got to flip it around because Mark D'Antonio had a great program at Michigan State. Then went to the college football playoff in, like, 2015. Like, that's only six years ago. So, that's my takes on the Big Ten. Brett Bielema is the real deal, and Illinois will be a force to reckon with. Watch us in the Rose Bowl in the next couple of years. Watch us. I'll tell you. Watch us in the Rose Bowl. But, and it is 2-4. Due to time constraints, we're going to skip over Pac-12. Oregon versus Arizona State. Oregon's going to win it. Uh, that's my take for the Pac-12, but we need to hit the SEC. SEC, baby. The best conference in college football. No one can argue that. They're practically pros, but... Due to time constraints, we're going to roll through this, but we're just still definitely going to be in-depth about the players and the matchups. All right, Alabama, I'm going with the safe choice here, kind of chalky, but 12-0. and 0. I mean, obviously they could lose to Florida, maybe. They could lose to A&M, LSU, Auburn, always on the table, but chalk pick here, 12-0, led by Bryce John QB, Brian Robinson running back, running by a line, led by Evan Neal, and John Mechie in the wider, uh, out in the wideout. Uh, Jordan Battle the front the front seven uh, Christian Harris in the in the secondary so very deep team I like this team moving on to Texas A and M who deserves to be in the playoff this season if if Haynes King the quarterback of Texas A and M can be three fourths what Kellen Mund was with this team they'll go eleven and one I mean Isaiah Spiller in the backfield Kenyon Green up front. Uh, J- Jalen Weidemeyer on the tight end Demarvin Leal and let leading that front seven and just that blitz that rush that line. Eh, it's 11-1. Jimbo Fisher is showing why he deserved to be at am and Am was a laughing stock under Kevin Sumlin so it's good to see them back but am Texas ams a, it, it's they they're a wacky university that, that's what we'll leave it at um LSU nine and three. Uh, Max Johnson, QB now that uh, well, what's his face uh got hurt. Uh, Miles Brennan, Miles Brennan, that's the name. He got hurt in a fishing trip thing, I believe. But Max Johnson now quarterback. You got Tyron Davis, Price, running back. De- Derek Singletary Junior at corner. Nine and three. They're losing to Florida, A and M, and Alabama. Auburn eight and four led by. Remember, Bo Nix is still a decent QB, and Tank Bigsby in the backfield. was in LSU, Georgia. Texas a and Alabama, just they're not on their level yet. Ole Miss, great QB Matt Corral, Jerron Ely, great running back. Ole Miss could easily go ten and two, but I think their ceilings ten and two and their basements eight and four. And I have them going eight and four with losses to Alabama, LSU, Auburn, and Texas A&M. That's just where I have them sitting. And the Mississippi State led by Will Rogers, six and six. Too many losses, and then Arkansas, KJ Jefferson, the sophomore, five and seven. So very, very competitive SEC West. And then over SEC East, Georgia, JD Daniels, top five quarterback in the nation, loses to Clemson, wins out, eleven and one. I mean, you look at this other, Zamir White in the running in the backfield too, and then Florida, another team I like. Shout out, shout out, Rhett Schimberg. Uh, another listener of the program of the podcast. He's a big Florida. He's a big Gator guy. Uh, so shout out to him and shout out to all the listeners here. Remember, follow us on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, uh, follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast, t- Twitter, TikTok. Of course, that's what we're biggest on. But anyway, you could support. We m- very we appreciate it very much. And Florida will lose to Georgia and Alabama. And then Mizzou, my sleeper team of the SEC. I was talking to uh, my old sports marketing teacher, one of my teammates, Kyle Rossi, Mr. Boucher, Kyle Rossi, UCF commit, shout out him for baseball. Uh, ninety-three. Mizzou is my sleeper team. They they have an easy schedule. If you talk about the SEC, minus Florida, Georgia, Texas a that's their losses. I mean, tell me which of these teams are beating Mizzou, led by the Connor Blaze, uh, Connor Belazic and. Tyler Batty, one of the best quarterback, running back duos in the nation, but tell me who's beating them in the SEC Kentucky? No. Tennessee? No. Sorry, Sam uh, Vanderbilt? God, no. South Carolina? No. Arkansas? No 9-3 Sleeper Team of the Year Shout out shout out my Mizzou fan, Paige Louder uh, Don't even know if she listens to the podcast, but shout out her, Mizzou's good then 7-5 Tennessee, shout out Sammy Lauderdale, another uh, part of the Stooley's Clubhouse who listens to the program on the regular. Tennessee 7-5, you guys are back bowling. I mean, no offense, Peyton Manning's not walking through that door anytime soon. Joshua Dobbs even isn't walking through that door soon. But you got, who is it, Joe Milton now, the former Michigan guy. He transferred from Michigan to go to the Michigan of the, big, of the, the, Michigan of the SEC. Don't even get me on that one, but they're losing to Florida, Mizzou, Ole Miss, Alabama, Georgia. You're just not better than those teams, like not even close, but you're going to beat on the lower level of the SEC teams, and then South Carolina 5-7. and seven. Funny story, or not even funny, but just Zeb Noland is starting for South Carolina, I believe, versus uh, Eastern Illinois, so they should win no matter what, but he's going from graduate assistant to week one starting quarterback, so that's a very weird story as uh Luke Duty or Luke Doty uh, who got hurt it can't play so they're going with Zeb Noland their graduate assistant I don't know how that works in the eligibility world but that's what's going on there and Vanderbilt Kentucky five and seven three and nine Mark Stoops will keep his job don't even know Vanderbilt's coach but that will wrap it up for episode 40 I gotta go catch a flight to Boston shipping up the Boston you know that's where we're gonna end this end this out we're gonna Start playing shipping Up to Boston right now, and then we'll just catch you later. I'll catch you on the next episode. Pat will be back for we have a guest on, but let's just ship up to Boston. Go Lions!